Who do you like in the next? Hey, mate, are we still alive in the quaddy? Boy, you got any tips for the weekend? Welcome to Joey and Junior's Punters Club. Uh, yes, hello. Welcome to another edition of Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebet. And as I welcome in the man who went over to India for a little bit, covered the cricket. We missed him for a couple of weeks. Justin Horro did a great job in his place. But Junior, Mark War, you're back. How was your little trip to India? Yeah, g'day, Joey. Charlie, you just had a quick uh, hit-and-run mission over to India to commentate on uh, some Legends League cricket, which was retired ex-internationals. There was a tournament over there. So, yeah, it was good fun, mate. Um, I sort of almost had the inkling to put the pads on, but, uh, yeah, it looked a bit too tough for me. So happy to be in the commentary box, actually. I was going to ask that. You didn't get the invite to play. You just got the call in. Uh, well, at 57 years of age, I've just... If there's an over-55s tournament, I'll put my hand up, but some of these boys had just finished playing. Some, you know, guys like Fidel Edwards and Tino Best from the West Indies, they were charging in. So, yeah, just a bit too uh, a bit too old to be facing those guys at this stage. Nah, fair enough. You don't need to be facing any short balls at that age, nah. mate. Stick to what you know best, and that is going <laughs> to be... We're going to take a look at the racing this week. Big racing at Randwick Group 1, of course, Flemington as well. But before we get into the racing... We need to touch on the NRL Grand Final, the AFL Grand Final. Geelong got the job mm. done, Junior. Tipped them a long way out. You tipped Penrith a long way out. So for those that have been yep. following our podcast, hopefully they got on that multi. I certainly certainly uh, heard some people that did. So they'll be keen to hear your thoughts on Penrith and whether they can get yeah. the job done in this NRL Grand Final. Because like the Cats, it looks like they've timed their run perfectly. Yeah, well, we don't want to go the early crow because they've got to get the job done yet, Penrith. But um, very similar price to what the Cats were against the Swans. I think they are sort of about $1.30, $1.40. So Penrith are pretty short price favourites. Uh, look, the, the Eels have beaten them twice this year, but Penrith did beat the, the Eels in the finals a, a few weeks ago. So I just think they're too good. I think they're the best team uh, by a fair margin. They're pretty much at full strength apart from, from the winger. Um, so, you know, both teams are at full strength, which is great, great to see. And Penrith had... The two gun players, Nathan Cleary and uh, Luai, who had a bit of a rest there just before the final, so they're nice and fresh. So yeah, there's not too many bodies that are really hurting going into this final. So I think all being equal, uh, the forecast on Sunday night is a shower or two clearing, so it should be a reasonably dry track in Sydney, although we've had a lot of rain, as usual, all week. Uh, it's going to be pretty heavy out at Randwick, but it should be okay out west uh, where the grand final is. Um, so I'm tipping Penrith. I think they're just too good. They've just got too much class. Nathan Cleary... If he has anywhere near his best game, I think he just carries the Penrith Panthers over the line here. He's just been the standout player of the comp so far. I'd, I'd like to take him to win the man of the match, though. He's pretty short there, but I, I really like Penrith. Uh, Parramatta, look, they've done well to get to the grand final. There was a bit of a, a tough grinding win in the finals against uh, the Cowboys. They defended very well, but Penrith are a, they're a step up from the Cowboys. So Penrith to win. My same game multi, I'm going to go Penrith uh, minus eight and a half. Uh, I think they'll, they'll they'll get the job done, and hopefully by a margin uh, in doing that. I'm going to go over 38.5 points. This is a bit of a tricky one. I'm not sure about this, but I always like to go overs because I like to see scores being tried, uh, being scored. And then I'm going to go Stephen Crichton to score a try. So that's my same game multi. Um, what do you got there, Charlie, for that? Paying $6.25 on Bluebet. Okay. Can we add uh, Nathan Cleary in Man of the Match, or is that a different thing? I think that's, <laughs> that's a separate thing, bet. but he's paying 3 bucks Nathan Cleary to win the Clive Churchill. All right, well, I think if Penrith win, he gets man of the match. So that's what I'm thinking uh, on Sunday night for the NRL, Joey. Yeah, I've gone Penrith as well. I think I'm a bit maybe spooked by the result in the AFL Grand Final, Geelong-Sydney. All year, we knew Geelong were the best team in it and thought they were clearly. I tried to convince myself that Sydney would be competitive and give it a shake, but maybe it just told in the end. So I'm with you. I think Penrith to cover the line is the way to go in this one. About eight and a half, isn't it? I think they can do that. 
uh, and got show their dominance mm. peak, peaking at the right time. And I don't mind Nathan Cleary, $3. It sounds actually pretty good. So maybe that's the way to go if you don't want to take the shorts for Penrith to yeah. win. What about racing then this weekend? Big weekend of racing. Let's start it with is. the War Stable. Uh, we'll get a few of the, the runners over the weekend. And then yep. get us into your best bets for the weekend, mainly at Ramwick. And I think you might okay. have one in the Group 1 at Flemington as well. Yeah, I have, Joey. Um, as usual, it's just been rain, rain, rain uh, up in Sydney. Um, we'll start with Kim's runners. We don't have many runners actually uh, going around this weekend. We've got uh, we've got a runner at Canberra on Saturday, Tinker's Lad in race three, but it's a heavy 10 there now. I don't think they'll race, actually. If they get any more rain, they'll be off, but Tinker's Lad's in race three at uh, Canberra on Saturday. Then we'll go to Monday, so it's a holiday weekend, obviously. Monday, we've got Warwick Farm, and we've just got the one runner there. That's race six, number six, Conrad. He's drawn barrier 13 or 13, which is not ideal, although at Warwick Farm, it's just the one bend, so... Look, he's got a good chance, I think, each way chance. It's a pretty strong race, actually. I think if Chris Wallace democracy manifests, it'll be hard to beat. But apart from that, I think Conrad can run a really good race. I think he's about $10 at the moment, about $3 a place. So that's uh, Conrad on Monday. We've also got Tinker's Lad in at Musselbrook on Monday, the Denman Cup, which is a, a cup race up there. So if he doesn't run Saturday, he could run Monday at Musselbrook. That's race six, number seven, Tinker's Lad. So there, the war runners, probably Conrad each way is the way to go there on, on Monday. All right, Group One racing will start at Ramwick. Uh, well, I think it's going to be—I think it's going to be a heavy track at the moment. It's a soft seven, but it's rain. There's lots of showers floating around today in Sydney. More forecast, so I think we can probably uh, rate this track. At, I reckon a heavy eight, maybe heavy nine. So that in mind, my three bets are going to be. And we'll start off in the flight stakes. That's race six. I'm going to go with Fireburn. This horse. Uh, of course, won the Golden Slipper on a bog track last season. He's two runs back. Her two runs back have been excellent. Uh, last start at uh, Roseville, got a mile back uh, from a bad barrier. Again, draws a sticky barrier, but I think uh, heavy track. Um, it won't be as won't be as telling at Roundwick where you can run home. Uh, it's not as easy to run home from the back at Roseville. So I'm going with Fireburn. Uh, the run was huge in the Golden Rose, as I said, coming from a mile back. I think it's going to be a mile back in this race too, but I think the wet track really suits Fireburn. So I'll go with it to win the flight stakes. Then we'll go to the Premier Stakes, uh, which is a lead-up Overest to the Everest. Tremendous field. Uh, I'm going with Marzu here. Each way, I think it's what what price you got, Charlie, for Marzu? Is it a, each way price or three dollars seventy to win and a dollar thirty-seven to place on Bluebird? We can't go each way. We'll go straight out Marzu. I thought it might have been slightly better odds than that, but um, its run in the lead-up race was pretty good. It was three wide, no cover, and it just got pulling a bit first up from a spell. Ran well. Ran fifth um, behind Nature Strip. There's no, uh, you know, this. I think from Barrier One uh, on Saturday. I'm hoping the fence will be holding up by race seven. Although sometimes they can sneak up on the inside. Uh, even though the fence is off, you know, they get off the fence and they can come to the middle of the track anyway from barrier one. So I'm thinking it's going to get a nice soft run in behind the pace, Marzu. It's an up-and-coming horse, so I'm going to go with it to win the Premier Stakes uh, on Saturdays. That's my second bet. Then my third bet is in the Epsom. That's race eight, number five, Ice Bath. Now, this horse would have to be one of the most unlucky horses in Australia. It's run about four, four or five seconds in Group 1 racing, and it's just been beaten a couple of times in tight photos. So I think on Saturday... Uh, it's a weakish Epsom, you know, small field, only 11 runners. You're normally thinking 20 runners in the Epsom, so a small field uh, of 11. Um, I just think the wet track, it's, it's one of the best wet trackers in Australia. I think it's going to get a wet track on Saturday, and I think it can win the Epsom. So that's ice bath in the, uh, in the Epsom. And then uh, i better give a tip at Flemington in the Turnbull Stakes. I'm going with a bit of value here in Profondo. Uh, we haven't quite seen the best of this horse its first two runs back, but they've been on wet tracks and it's drawn sticky barriers up on the fence, so I think the track's going to be a lot drier 
at uh, Flemington on Saturday. Craig Williams gets aboard. And I like Profondo at the odds. Uh, would you have a price there, Charlie, for Profondo in the Turnbull Stakes at I, Flemington? I do, paying $10 to win, $3.30 to place. Okay, there, there's my value bet. We'll back it each way. So that's what I've got, Charlie. Over to you, mate. Uh, oh, sorry, good. Joey. Yeah, sounds you can good, have, Junior. <laughs> I like you that. You can go I'm, too, Joey. Yeah, thank you. I'm uh, I'm glad you've, you've, you're keen on Fireburn because I'll declare I've already had a, a good, my big multi for the weekend. I'm going to take Visanari in race two into Fireburn up in Sydney. So that's the one that I've already put on. I think they're both short, but they both win. And uh, that will give me some play money for the day. That's my plan anyway. But I've got four bets for the day as well. I'm going to start in race four, number one uh, in the Rose of Kingston group two, uh, over 1,400 yearning. Uh, this horse, the winner of the 1,000 guineas, of course, uh, it should have won first up, probably. It was a huge run um, behind Kiss on All Four Cheeks and Lady of Honour. That form's been franked. It stays at the 1,400. I've heard Hawks talk about this horse. He's a big rap for it. He thinks it's in for a big spring. And if its first up run was anything to go by, I want to stick with it. Uh, it's going to need a little bit of luck from gate one. That's the only thing at Flemington. Sometimes they can get you know three or four pairs back on mm. the fence and yep. might not get any run. But if there's a gap there and it, it, it pokes its head through, I think that yearning is a great each-way bet. Race four, number one, Charlie. Paying $4.80 to win and $1.95 to place. Yeah, we'll start with that one. And then pretty keen in race uh, race six, the Bart Cummings over 2,500. The uh, Mar Import interpretation. This horse, I think, is peaking beautifully. Third up. Drops a couple of kilos on its uh, its last run at Flemington, which is a pretty solid effort. Uh, Craig Williams engaged, I think, is a, a pretty good indicator. And if it wins, it gets into the Melbourne Cup, uh, obviously, this race. So I think Maher has set this horse interpretation for a big run. Third up, over 2,500. I want to back at the win, race six, number 10. Paying $4.40 to win that one. Yep, good. And then mm-hmm. into the Turnbull, a bit like you, Junior. I'm just going to try and find something, a bit of value. A bit of a, a tough race. I don't mind... Young Werther here, the 11, um, at pretty big odds because it's following the exact same path it did last year. First up, 1,700, basically the same race. And uh, it ran a slashing fourth um, last year. And then it's run a, sorry, it ran really well last year. It did the same first up here, slashing fourth with a big weight. Drops down to 54 kilos. And then last year, its second up was in the Turnbull and it only got beaten by Incentivise. So if it follows a similar path, I like horses that uh, that do that again. So... Um, it'll get a soft run, and I think at the double-figure odds, I might just back Young Werther each way, Charlie. Yeah, paying $12 to win, $3.80 to place. And my last bet, I want to go into race eight, the sprint 1,200 metres down the straight at Flemington. Uh, this horse has had two runs at, down the straight over 1,200. Rockin' Horse uh, won the new market back in March and then was runner-up last start in the Bobby Lewis on a soft track. I think it's better on top of the ground. Uh, drawn wide, which would be the right part of the track, down the straight, uh, and I think it's a nice each-way bet as well. Race eight, number six, Rockin' Horse. Paying $6.50 to win and $2.40 to place on Blue Bet. All right. It's always a bit of a time of the year when you want to try and find a bit of value. But mm-hmm. uh, good weekend of racing, Junior. Looking forward to it. I know Sydney weather still disappointing, but should be good yeah. conditions at Melbourne oh. to have a good bet. Yep. Uh, great weekend of racing. Always great this time of year with the Group 1, and the Everest is not far away. Just a quick one on the cricket. Uh, the Australians play the West Indies uh, starting next Wednesday. Uh, in a two-match uh, T20 series. So Australia should beat the West Indies um, up there. I think it's at the Gabba and then at uh, the Gold Coast. So just keep an eye out on the on the, the betting for the cricket. But uh, I reckon 2-0 to the Aussies over the West Indies in the T20 um, series coming up. Beautiful. Sounds good. And while we're doing other sports, and this will be the first leg of our same show, Multi, I've uh, been doing a bit of basketball in the NBL this year. I'm going to call a bit of the NBL. Um, so I've been across it over the preseason. Kicks off. 
Saturday night, tomorrow night, 1st of October. And I think my first bet, there's a bit of value in this one because the Tasmania Jump Jacks, who was an amazing story last year, played in the uh, in the grand final against the Kings. They're taking on the Southeast Phoenix in the opening game. The Phoenix have got a heap of injuries to a lot of their, a uh, couple of their imports and a couple of their star players. Yet they're the favourites because it's at home. But the Tassie jump, uh, Jack Jumpers, basically the same roster as last year, except they've got a couple of new imports who are probably going to be an upgrade on their imports last year. So they're about $2.05, Charlie. I'm not sure if you can whip that up, the NBL. Yep, I've got to hear uh, Southeast Phoenix versus the Jack Jumpers. But I think they've... Uh, They've got the prices wrong on the Jack Jumpers. I think everyone's still sleeping on them, even though they played in the grand final last year, just not thinking they can do it again. But I think with a similar roster early in the season, you want to be on them, particularly against the Phoenix, who, as I said, have had all sorts of injury troubles over pre-season. So give me the Jack Jumpers to beat the Phoenix as the first leg of the same show multi. That's Saturday night, October 1. Well, I've got $2.02 on that one on Bluebird. $2.02. So just Beautiful. come inside. Good odds on that. Shall I go again then, boys? Yep, you go second. I'm going to go to the Clive Churchill medal. And I actually think Isaiah Yo, if Penrith are going to win, will be the man of the match. And he is paying $11. So I know it's a big one to throw in a multi, but screw it. I'm throwing it in there. (laughs) All right. Right, eh? Right, Isaiah Yo. Not not bad. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll go third. I'll just go the Panthers minus eight and a half at, at, uh, what are they? That's $1.90 or even money at minus eight and a half, Charlie? Yeah, spot on. $1.90, minus eight and a half. So that multi, you you put it all together, boys. It's a very, very big one, paying (laughs) $42.22. So come on. Let's go, Yoey. Oh, well, Come on. Give us something to Go cheer yelling. on uh, Sunday night. Yeah, good one. Very good. Hey, right. enjoy the weekend, good NRL stuff. weekend up there. Uh, it's going to be a great game. Looking forward to that and a big weekend of racing as well. So thank you, Junior. Yep. Good to have you back, mate. Looking Go forward to Charlie. a big spring. Joey. You'll be across it. Thank you, Charlie. Hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebet. Enjoy your weekend and, of course, gamble responsibly. We'll be back to do it all again next Thursday.